Hello, good morning and welcome to the Full Force News Burst live special. Uh, yes, we are talking MCM London this morning, uh, fresh and early. Uh, I've been up for a long time, just like I was all excited, anticipating and all that kind of jazz. And then trying to find information for it was really hard. So uh, shout out to Grant on Twitter for posting loads of images early on from the G.I. Joe section of the of the panel. Um, hello and welcome to everyone in the chat as well. I, it's kicking off already. There were so many comments already before I started. I was like, wow, it's getting busy in there. Hello to everyone in the chat. Hope you're all doing well. Hope you're all, um, uh, you know, pumped after yesterday's vamp reveal and everything. That was pretty cool, wasn't it? And um, just what I was going to say. Yeah, and of course, today's uh, two reveals. Uh, well, I say one's a reveal, isn't it, really? One's kind of like a in... Well, they're actually, they've both kind of been revealed previously already with Metalhead and Mutton Junkyard. But... Um, you know, promo shots and all that good stuff. And we actually see the figures as they are rather than renders. So, uh, and Mutton Junkyard, yes, we've already seen as a figure. Mutton Junkyard's a funny one. It's like the only outlier in the most recent way that they reveal things. Like we've had, you know, the name only, followed by the render, followed by the physical product, and then pre-order. With Mutton Junkyard, it was like, here's the figure. <laughs> here's the figure. And we'll do it. It's like got just completely backwards. Um, but anyway, uh, lots of it, lots of details to iron out as well today. But let's get stuck in uh, to the images first, because I mean that's what we're all here for, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So. Uh, like I said, we had um, Metalhead Mutton Junkyard uh, revealed today as uh, sort of like you know. Not pre well, yes, pre-orders, but not until Tuesday. So there's a little heads up for anyone that wasn't aware. Uh, pre-orders for both of these go up on Tuesday, which is the thirty-first. Um, I feel like I feel like all I've been doing is live streams. But one thing I will say is that I noticed that there weren't any digital render reveals uh, for the panel, which I actually got really excited for because it means I can still do those Let's Talk Classified videos that I missed out on, um, including uh, Norgahide, Night Creepers, and um, the Cobra Ferret. Oh, and now we can throw in Iron Grenadiers and Raptor as well, can't we? So we've I've got. A, I've got a lot of work ahead of myself there. Um, anyway, um, yeah, let's talk about the G.I. Joe reveals. And we'll start with my, well, new reveals. This was the uh, images, again, from Grant on Twitter. Let me just get the uh, full name because um, uh, I can't remember. Sorry, just bear with me two seconds. I just want to say the right – I want to get the right handle is what I want to do. Yes, Grant – W aka Zaku Fan 0079. That's Z or Z, sorry. That's Z A K U F A N 0079, um, who posted the images um kind of very early on. I know Toy News International as well have been posting them as well. So shout out to those guys as well. Um, but yeah, very awesome stuff. So we got this now. The first thing that was mentioned in the panel, um, Emily, Lenny, not to nowhere to be seen on this one. And that's because um, Emily was supposed to be going out to MCM London to uh, to do the panel, but she injured herself, the poor thing. She um, sprained her ankle. Um, so get well soon, Emily. That sucks. And obviously meant that she couldn't fly. 
she can hardly walk uh, on it, unfortunately. So, um, yeah, get well soon, Emily. And, uh, yeah, BMAC mentioned that at the beginning of the stream. So he was basically kind of filling in um, to do the kind of like, you know, just, just to kind of talk through the reveals and stuff. So, uh, yeah, get well soon, Emily, on that one. And, um, yeah, that, so BMAC basically kind of, you know, took, took the uh, panel uh, for the G.I. Joe side before i think yeah i think i want to say he did transformers prior to gi joe i can't remember i don't know the the order because um a few people did like some streaming videos but only for certain segments and i haven't seen anything for the gi joe uh panel yet it'll it'll appear it'll show up um probably later today uh or tomorrow but it'll show up in some way shape or form um but like i said no digital renders that we could that we that we saw and i imagine we would have seen you know people would have been posting those just as much as they would have been posting the reveals for metalhead and mutton junkyard um yeah so Mar marvel legends was start was the first thank you ryan and then gi joe was next so bmac would have run straight into transformers i imagine after the gi joe segment um so yeah um, I don't know. I don't think they're. I don't think either of these are exclusives, Gerber. I believe they're both kind of like sort of mainline deluxe figures. You know, one is a figure and pet, and one is a deluxe figure. But they're kind of like wherever you get them, basically. Um, in any case, the pre-orders will be going up on Tuesday, uh, the thirty-first, aka Halloween. Um, so yeah, so they'll be going up on Tuesday. And there's also been, and I'll get there in eventually, but there's also been a post by Entertainment Earth uh, on their pre-order portal that says there's a, oh, there's a Hasbro, you know, classified, um, what do you call it, pre-order for Tuesday. So that all kind of locks in and makes sense, doesn't it? Um, so, yeah, I'm not sure how much information was given. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I'm, like, BMAC's a fan of G.I. Joe anyway. Like, he's a big fan of the Joe brand. Um but obviously he's on the Transformers team, but I'm sure he would have been able to talk through the stuff. Um, and obviously we, this wasn't first, I believe Metalhead was first, but let's just go through them because obviously we've seen Mutton Junkyard already, but these promo shots look great. Again, it looks like they're all kind of in and around that um, Golden Fleece Sunbow episode homage uh, diorama at the moment. It's kind of like desert terrain with the pillars and everything like that. Uh, and Mutton Junkyard are there as well, it would seem. But this is this is a really good shot of the two of them. Um, yeah, loving this. And again, Shooting the Galaxy does uh, phenomenal work. Um, and there's Mutt on his own with his with a knife. And he, that's not a knife. It is a knife, Chris. And uh, he's got his helmet in his hand. Helmet. Um, I don't think we have uh, prices for these. And we won't have prices until um, Tuesday. But I imagine uh, Deluxe Metalhead will be $34.99. And I imagine Mutton Junkyard will be whatever the price point, Snake Eyes and Timber and Crocmaster and Fiona. And I forget what it is now, maybe $44.99 or $40 something 99. But anyway, that's the uh, that'll be the usual scenarios. Um, yeah, there'll be nothing to, to catch you out on that one. And also, I didn't really talk about it a great deal yesterday because it was before they went up for pre-order, but the $99.99 price point for the VAMP is actually pretty solid. I know it's a little bit more expensive um, uh, elsewhere in the in the universe. I know in the UK, it's, yeah, over 100, £104 pounds in the UK, says Joe. And um, yeah, what's, and the 
125 euros, I want to say, in um, like outside. So in so yeah, ouch on that one. But in terms of the um, the US pricing, that's actually really good. And I know obviously it's you know people in Canada get a little bit screwed over with that one. Uh, the rest of the world suffers, unfortunately, with the bigger items. They, they suffer with the smaller items, I guess. But um, yeah, that unfor—that's the price they go with, unfortunately. Um, scrap iron is a figure in a pet head, yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's uh, it's it is it is big markups outside the US, I think personally. But if you're getting it in the United States, it is one hell of a good price that. Uh, for the vamp and clutch in any case mutton junkyard um and yeah I just, I, there's other things that will overlap with the vamp because they did do a kind of like a part of the panel was a little recap of yesterday's um reveals with the vamp and everything so that's uh pretty cool um yeah 44.99 figure and pet thank you ryan yeah so that will be probably mutton junkyard scenario going on there uh yeah so pretty much standard fare uh honestly um yeah us is 99.99 jason dollars but then it's a little bit more than that when you take into consideration tax and uh but if you're on if you're on like pulse premium then it's free shipping so it's actually a really pretty crazy price if you if you get if you're getting stuff from hasbro pulse in the us um that kind of one-time payment of like what is it like 50 bucks for the year is like extremely like you, you make it back on like two shipments pretty much um anyway so that's that's that right so yeah mutt and junkyard here as well i like this shot with the muzzle on the mutt it's brilliant and junkyard just all being happy with his tongue out it's very cute um great great images uh tax does vary from state to state diecast yeah uh, I, don't, I don't understand it genuinely. Some of them don't have, uh, some states don't even have it, um, the kind of like extra tax thing. And some do, but then, oh, well, most do, I would say. It might have changed, actually. It's been a while since um, since I knew that information. It's been a many years since I even looked that up. But, um, yeah, certainly in the states I've been in, it's always been, <laughs> it's always been prominent. Um Sales tax, it's called, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right. And then, of course, we have this shot. This is amazing of um, of Junkyard just being a good boy. Um, so that's great. I love that they do these shots. Um, if you remember this, the Timber, the, was it the reissue? Not the reissue, but the, the, the kind of Snake Eyes and Timber version 2 when that came out with Timber in all white. And he's kind of like scratching his ear absolutely adorable i love that shot it was brilliant so yeah i like that they do these kind of cutesy shots with the dogs uh it's really really fun um anyone else worried about metalhead and the, his pegs for the missiles getting worn down and lose their posability i don't know jeffrey i think they'll i think they'll be pretty solid for i mean i've there's so many figures previous to metalhead that you could argue you know you worry about certain things happening but i haven't had it happen yet on some of those concerns obviously there are general concerns like the backpack pegs in some figures um the uh, wobbly weapons there are issues don't get me wrong but in terms of like that i think that i think that'll be fine honestly um 
yeah, I think you'll be okay. Um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. So brilliant stuff. Um, Mutton Junkyard, really good uh, addition to the line. And I think there'll be, uh, yeah, I think there'll be a popular um, kind of set there, there, definitely. Then we got, or we did get Metalhead first, but I like, I'm just, you know, I wanted to save Metalhead to last because there's some pretty awesome shots of this guy. Um, this shot here is brilliant as well. And like with the kind of flowing hair piece, I think is pretty cool. Um, and also shows you some of the, uh, articulation on the uh, kind of missile arms and stuff, which is pretty cool on his back. So that's pretty dope. Um, love it. Yeah. So sorry, that's a, I was kind of looking at comments at the same time as well. Uh, and then we have this one. Now this one is an interesting shot, right? Because he's kind of walking into this area that we've seen already uh, with previous shots of the vamp and everything. And I was, I thought to myself, oh, I wonder if that was the character that was high, look, kind of like, kind of Easter egged in the background of um, Clutch's shot when he's hiding behind his vamp. Um, and it would, there would be a lot of sense to be made here. However, you look at this figure, there's a lot of red on it, right? And you look at this shot. Now, it does to me look like that could be the missile launcher with missile inside on the side in that red. But there's obviously a lot of blue on this figure. And, you know, like, I kind of look at it and I try and I think maybe is that like the the goggles and the hair and the... But I, it, I don't know. It's hard to say. So I think at first I was thinking... And there's a much... This is, oddly enough, this is a much clearer image than we had yesterday when uh, we were kind of working off... Um, you know, Well, it, it was the same image because I looked at um, shooting the galaxies images. But once I kind of had a close-up of the really good shots, it was like, oh, yeah, that, that's a much clearer image. But, yeah, it does look like skinny Robocop, doesn't it, Leon and Aaron? It really does look like Robocop. Um, people, you know, lots of people saying it's definitely a Stinger driver, um, a.k.a. the kind of grey Cobra Trooper. Uh, some people think it's the ferret driver. I just think it's the ferret driver, honestly. And, um, but I, and, and obviously... It, and and to add to that, we have a much clearer image of the two other elements, um, which were oh sorry, we're still looking at Metalhead at the moment. Let me let me come back to Metalhead in a second. This is what I want to get to just while we we're talking about it. But this was a much clearer image of the ferret driver on the artwork because the the first image we had wasn't as clean. This one is nice and tight. We can see the blue and the black. It sort of looks like a female figure, doesn't it? It has a like Valkyrie vibe going on. And obviously the helmet we can see is the motocross helmet with the fangs. And of course, we did see a much clearer image of that as well. This is nice and zoomed in as well on that um, on that other shot from Shooting the Galaxy where Clutch is kind of burying it. So uh, obviously this and this are the same. That's the same helmet right there, but, um, you know, obviously covered in sand and dust and everything and uh, maybe a little lighter. But I definitely feel that this is a female troop that will come with the ferret now. And it kind of makes a little sense because when I heard there was going to be a trooper and, and bike, I assumed it was just going to be like a, you know, uh, another... Um, male kind of Cobra infantry or, you know, like the Python Patrol, but kind of, you know, re redecoed again. Um, but it kind of makes sense that they're doing a sort of Valkyrie um, variant, 
you could say. Uh, so it looks like there might be kind of, you know, different secondaries and uh, the helmet obviously is going to be different. Um, but that rifle obviously is synonymous with the Valkyries because they've all had it so far. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's what I'm thinking um, on that one. And I'll come back to the to the metalhead stuff now because that's what we're kind of here for as well. Um, so that was just my thought process on, on those things. Um, and by the way, I don't think this is metalhead now. I just had, that's, that was my, where my head went when I saw that, that image. I was like, oh, I wonder if he's just creeping out of the, but there's too many things on this that make it like not necessarily, you know, that. So I think it's just the ferret driver in, in, in all honesty there. Um, anyway, and then metalhead. Um, here's another shot of him, one with the kind of blast effect coming out of the his his launcher, which is pretty dope. And he's got well, look what he's got in his hand. He's got the blooming Valkyrie's rifle, which is hilarious. Um, uh, what's that perched on top his head, Diana? That's behind his head, and that's the other um, articulated missile launcher. That's what you can see behind his head there. Um, and then we have this amazing image. Now, this is the one I wanted to see, honestly. I wanted to see this image with the um, the kind of, like, new helmet on. And boy, does he look cool. Like, I really like this vibe for Metalhead. I think he looks pretty cool with that helmet. Um, I was I was interested, obviously, when we first saw the prototype pop up, I was informed that it was indeed a classified series piece but it was on a figure that hadn't been revealed etc yet and all this kind of stuff and i was like okay cool um we knew about metalhead and then i i, saw, I can't remember how but i ended up finding out that the helmet was metalheads and it was um probably only like about a week or so after we knew that metalhead was or that we saw a couple of days after we saw what the helmet was and so it was kind of like no one is going to get this nobody is going to be able to say this is for metalhead because it was just so out there and like had no bearing on that previous helmet whatsoever other than maybe the dome-ish kind of shape but like even so i mean that's a stretch so when i when i saw that when i heard that it was going to be metalheads i was like i need to see this in action i need to see it one i need to see it painted up and two i need to see it in action um otherwise it's just not going to make any sense. Um, and lo and behold, they've posted this image and I'm like, okay, yeah, it makes perfect sense. It looks amazing. Even the render didn't really give me like a good idea of what to expect. And I should have done a little um, uh, Photoshop just to see what it looked like on the, the render. But I'm kind of glad I didn't because this just looks dope. And um, yeah, I really, really do like that helmet with this figure way more than I would have liked that kind of vintage dome accessory type helmet, which I will admit looks really bone on that figure. <laughs> like I much prefer having a metalhead without that helmet, honestly, um, when kind of kitting him up and the vintage figure. So um, yeah, awesome stuff. Um, that's metalhead. Uh, what is an annoying and really annoying is that I'll never, I won't be able to do my class of, let's talk classified metalhead video because they did the name only reveal and then about 25 seconds later, they revealed the digital render. So it was like, kind of shot me in in the in the 
balls there, so I didn't do that. I'm also going to just um, kind of keep an eye on <clears throat> on like Hasbro's page, Hasbro Pulse's page, just in case they post cleaner images because this always happens. I kind of I left it as late as I could. I let I kept leaving it a little bit later and later, and I was like, I'll hold off just in case they post some like official images. But may, now I'm thinking, well, maybe they won't, and maybe they'll wait until the pre-orders go up on Tuesday, and this is just going to be like a, you know, a reveals sort of thing. Sometimes we'll get emails from, um, you know, Hasbro uh, with the materials, you know, like the kind of official. Um, I say sometimes, usually after every event, they will do an email that goes out that has all of the official information, the official photos, kind of like in a in a file, like a Dropbox thing. And we'll be able to kind of like, you know, promo ourselves and use the images and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, obviously, nothing like that has popped up just yet, but I am, I just know what's going to happen. We'll finish the stream and it'll be like, here's all the official images. And I'll just be like, ah. Oh. But, uh, you know, at least we've talked about it and at least we'll get to um, post everything after the fact. So that's cool. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so I think Metalhead looks phenomenal. Um, and I'm really, kind of blown away by this kind of design and everything. I think I think they did really well with with this with this particular figure. And now we've got like um I suppose yeah Ed we do have kind of like two sort of destro related uh, missile specialists, don't we? Um figure six pack said it yeah metalhead versus scrap iron competition for destro's missile specialist. Um yeah brilliant and sorry I thought Ed had said that. No no Ed was talking about yeah something following that. That's cool. But yeah, there is there is that aspect, isn't there? We do and we do have scrap iron right here. There he is. Um, similar kind of vibes to them as well, I guess, based on, you know, almost like a <clears throat> yeah, it, there's definitely similar vibes there with scrap iron and metalhead in terms of their getup and their deco and, and stuff. Uh, it's just that scrap iron doesn't wear his missile launchers. Um, anyway, yeah, I um oh backblast is a good shout, Leon. Actually, that is a really good shot. There's a there is a character that is criminally underused. Criminally underused. Like, what have we seen in the what have we seen from Backblast? Like one figure and then his name incorrectly used in a modern <coughs> O-ring reissue, right? Didn't they call Backblast? I'm sure they use the, the code name for a, for a different character, not one of those messed up six packs that was all over the place. I, I, I'm i with you, Leon, on that one. I think Backblast would be a phenomenal um, figure to do, especially with that huge, like, uh, launcher that he has, the kind of, like, three-missile launcher thing. Uh, but then also, you know, like, the knife that goes in the shoulder, uh, in the, in the bicep um, sheath, the uh the what was it go army on his shirt the helmet would be cool i, I don't know there'd be so much a backblast would be great oh you're 93 as well yeah sorry there was a backblast in 93 wasn't there uh totally yeah salvo is another one uh zap would be great actually um i think i've got a funny feeling we'll see zap in a similar way that we've seen rock and roll like sort of kind of they may even kind of carry on a little bit of a theme with rock and roll going into Zap, um, possibly, and then obviously do them as retro figures um, later. Fast Draw, 100% Fast Draw is another solid one. 
I would love to see Zap from his Sonic Fighters design. I think that would be pretty phenomenal, actually, with that massive tank backpack. Uh, still love that thing, man. That Zap is wicked. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool, amazing, um, what's the word, kind of like foils for both Scrap Iron and Metalhead. Um, obviously, Bazooka has been done now a couple of times, but I definitely feel like um, someone like, yeah, Fast Draw would, against Scrap Iron would be, uh, sorry, against Metalhead would be like the perfect kind of combination. Um, yeah. Sonic Fighter Zap is Clark Gable. He really has that vibe, Leon, yeah. Um, I believe they used Fast Blast name instead, says Joe. Uh, let me see what I'm talking about on that one. I'm sure there's a Back Blast figure in, like, one of the reissue O-rings. <clears throat> and I just want to get my information correct because... Um, Yeah, it was. It was um, Avalanche. So there was obviously Backblast in 1989, Backblast Redeco in 93, um, with different arms, I want to say, because he, he lost his um, shoulder uh, thing. So yeah, it was basically the same figure, but with different arms repainted in like kind of green, like off what, like a, a white that's got a hint of green in it, and then like a brown shirt and. Um, green and stuff there's a backblast in 2004 as well so i missed that one out that's version three um so thank you yojo it's always nice to uh be able to reference this yeah there was one in 2004 as well and that was was that with a vehicle yeah the neutralizer valor versus venom wave again that feels like it was just a um what do you call it like a name use rather than an actual character but i do think he has does he have the same name edward hang on edward meninger edward j meninger i do believe that is regular backblast name as well yes yeah, so it is the same character uh but in terms of the design completely different doesn't even have a tash um and then they they did backblast version 4 in 2005 which was effectively an avalanche repaint Looked nothing like it wasn't supposed to, you know, it just didn't make any sense that that set. It was all over the place, I want to say. There's, there was a few packs like that where the uh, reissue O-ring sets were just all over the place. Um, but yeah, there was a backblast, as I, was, as I expected, I, I was just talking about. Yeah, it was the one that had Frostbite, Mirage, Stalker, Short Fuse, and Snake Eyes in the set as well. Um Yeah, it was the Valor versus Venom Winter Operations. And they just randomly gave Avalanche. Because, I mean, why not? It should have been Avalanche. I guess they couldn't use Avalanche, but they used Backblast instead. It just makes no sense. Um, I've missed loads of comments, sorry, while I was talking about that. Aaron, funny story. So Topside came with middle missiles also, you think. Yes, but funny story about Topside. I met... Well, I've met, and we, <laughs> I don't know how much detail to go in here, but um, I'll, I'll just say that we have contact with um, Topside, the human inspiration. So the file name, if you go to, um, if you go to, you know, 
the figure and look at the file name. Um, I know that man. <laughs> and it, we met, we talked about it, and he, it just happened to come up. And I was like, what? And he basically said, yeah, um, when I, my friend who worked at Hasbro uh, basically put a load of file names into the G.I. Joe um, line around that time that were Topside and a bunch of others as well, and all of, all of his friends, basically. And so um, he basically said, yeah, I'm a G.I. Joe. And I was like, that's amazing. So, yeah, I met that man. And uh, it, it's really cool. So um, I might be able to give you more information about that in the future um, because I'll be talking to the man who was at Hasbro at the time who did that with the file names. Um, Alex Russo is his name. And um, when we'd be hope, hoping to be reaching out to him to do an interview um, talking about his time at Hasbro when he was a brand writer at Hasbro um in that kind of gi joe period so it's, i think it'll be a fun in, and interesting chat we can have with him um but yeah we'll be reaching out very soon on that one uh, anyway it's just funny that you mentioned topside honestly um and yeah you were talking missiles totally aaron yep uh do i remember the dress blues gung-ho absolutely i love that figure ben um i had that figure as a kid because my friend sean Riz, we used to call him Sean Risley. He um, he lived in, like just over the road from me. Through like there was like my house and then uh, a block of flats and then his house. So like we we would just go run through the run past the block of flats every time to go see each other and uh, and hang out. And he went on a shopping trip with his dad one day, and they just happened to buy. They they were getting some stuff, and he wanted to buy him. He, he bought a toy while he was out there, a GI Joe figure, I think it was, and. Um, he bought me one as a present and it was gung ho in the Marine blues. And I was just like blown away. I was like, thank you so much. Like, uh, yeah, I'm forever indebted to Sean, to Riz for that. But um, he also was the one um, in our neighborhood who had the Tomahawk. So we loved that vehicle. So we'd bring all our toys around and we'd, yeah, or he'd bring it over and we'd uh, just pull all our G.I. Joe or Action Force and G.I. Joe figures together and just have an absolute blast. It was amazing. Um, uh, Heavy Duty, you're right, Robert. Yeah, um, Heavy Duty now was that name um, trademark that was uh, filed a little while ago, um, earlier this year, wasn't it, From and that we kind of, that we noticed of, I think, I think His Tank picked up on it. And um, yeah, uh, so it could be very, I mean, we could be, you know, talking heavy duty very in the future, especially with Metalhead right there. Um, these are the two POs I called yesterday, sweet. What, as in um, Metalhead and, and Mutton Junkyard? Yeah, brilliant. Good shout. We need blowtorch name drop. Yeah, we do. And you're not the only person that said that. I think Ryan said that a few times as well. Um, mm, 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 mm. Hello, Flaffle. Uh, good morning, Chris. Uh, the figure six pack. Alex Russo, Sky Striker from the Tiger Rat. Could be a figure six pack. I, I will ask him that question if you put his own name in there. I like to think that IDW... Oh, I'm not reading that. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mom, Hello. Hello, Mom. Hope you're having a good day. We'll hope we're, we're going to reach out to you today to see if you wanted to Zoom. So uh, there we go. I've done it now. <laughs> Kidding. Um, 
do you think we'll ever get ceremony uniforms of Joe characters? Uh, I well, again, gung ho dress blues. I think is a possibility. Um, I could see them doing some sort of like. That's a good shout, actually. Um, maybe like a, a ace, maybe in like some sort of um, whatever his uniform would look like. I don't know. Um, I would love gung ho though. Yeah, it, like the the figure didn't really fit in any kind of play scenario necessarily. I just, but I did. There's something about that figure though that just makes it really appealing and interesting and fun. Like the little the stickers, you know, the, the little kind of um, rank insignia stickers and the, um, you know, the little chest um, kind of like medals and everything. And just I don't know, the sword's really cool and. It would have been cool if you know you could unsheet. I, yeah, you couldn't. It was it was it was fixed in there, wasn't it, the whole time? Um, you just, I don't know, like the the, the way the pan. I just I, I don't know. I really really loved that. Um, uh, what do you call it? That figure. Just thought it was amazing. Um, <laughs> everyone's saying hi to mom now. Um, Nixmas Prime. Sorry, just got here. Are these going up for pre-order today? No, they go up on Tuesday. Uh, there you go. Tuesday, October 31st, 10 a.m. Pacific, which would be 11, 12, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern, right? Yeah, 1 o'clock Eastern. Um, yeah, so, yeah, there you go. That's that. Uh, so those line up nicely, but it is Tuesday. They're going up. Dress White's shipwreck is what I was trying to think of, wreck ship. Yeah, I, can't, I couldn't think of what he would wear, but, yeah, it's Dress White's, isn't it? Chris has a big Christmas list. <laughs> Um, Ace, Hawk, and Cutter in dress would be cool. Yeah, but definitely. Um, um, that's a good shout, Michael. Yeah, the 60th could do uh, dress uniforms. Absolutely. Um, Admiral Keelhaul, General Hawk would need to be done. Yeah, totally, Jeffrey. I like that. Um, yeah. So that is that. And then obviously I added these images in at the end just to kind of go over them one more time, but we've already touched on this. But it's nice to see that kind of ferret a lot clearer here as well. And again, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take just that image um, as, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's an interesting angle. I think we're missing like certain like details or what's the word? Um, kind of, um, what's the word? Like, like structural details that we're missing makes it look a little bit kind of odd, but I, th I think it's probably going to be just like the, uh, the original. You've got the, the kind of side, kind of huge red side cannon on there as well. And that what is effectively a very, you know, on the original was that kind of squidgy rubber seat kind of panel section. Um, so yeah. Uh, but it does look like it's going to be a kind of sort of female looking, um, figure that comes with the vehicle um but yeah i'm really excited i mean i'm excited to see when or you know when they're going to reveal this stuff because i feel like we won't necessarily have anything now for the rest of the year i went back and had a look at if there was any kind of you know like fan first kind of stream or something last year but they changed that they changed that pattern quite often um i don't necessarily see them doing a reveals kind of like <clears throat> event 
until maybe the new year. Excuse me, until the new year now. Do you know what I mean? So I'm kind of thinking that. I'm kind of thinking that we'll probably it'll probably be like January time or maybe you know like last year they kept getting pushed to like February but I think they were they were trying to give a bit of space so it might happen again because of the crunch and all of the figures that have been kind of crammed into the year they may be looking at giving us a bit of breathing space again to kind of catch up um possibly Jason says footloose has been grossly overlooked in my honest opinion and to be honest mate I've talked about him before. I would have Footloose in a heartbeat, and I think he—he's probably gonna—he's probably gonna turn up. You know, we'll probably see him. You know, I—I uh, I, I could see him turning up, no problem. And also, you know, because you've got the Mad Marauders. Uh, so again, I think you know you're probably gonna see Footloose, uh, and then just the, the helmet again, which I think is really cool. Anyway, I'm gonna leave it on this image for now while we continue talking a little bit. Um, and just catch some of these comments and questions and that. Uh, Metalhead and Junk Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, yes. Question mark you put, yeah. Flaffle Tuesday. Um, Ryan said they had plans for October Garden. It's on hold due to the real world. Yeah, they did actually. There's a really, they had a really cool um, specific figure that they were going to do that I just was like, I can't say anything about it because they may re they may release it in the future depending on what happens. Um, but it, it was just it just blew my mind, honestly. Um, so I again that it might be one of those things that kind of pops out later on, or maybe in like some sort of other you know thing where they talk about maybe if, uh, maybe it's something they can talk about in an interview in the future. So um, I'll leave it until then. But yeah, they, they had some cool plans for that. Um, mm, 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 mm. Hey, Chris, glad I could catch you live, my dude. Thank you so much for all the news and updates. Glad you're hanging in there. Thank you, you be playing. Yeah, doing lots of stuff at the moment. Uh, it's What is it, three episodes in two days? Four in three? If you count um, the Let's Talk Classified Alpine that I squeezed in on Thursday. <laughs> um, who would be the Joe's top Air Force character? Ace? Or was he Navy? I can't remember. Um, forgive my ignorance. I can't remember. I don't remember what their specific... Uh, I'd have to look at the file cards if it even had that in there. Um, what are you saying, Diana, in response to... Oh, okay, I see. Um, mail away ferret colours. There we go. Is yeah, I, I, so, I mean, it's maybe <laughs> uh, they're pretty close, aren't they, Justin? In in um, uh, to that and the actual classic ferret that came out normally. Uh, the red guns look out of place in this more military, uh, realistic military line. Yeah, the, I, they'll, I might you might find they they tone that down a touch, but I don't know. It's a ferret. It's going to be difficult not to look. A little bit crazy and i kind of want it to be blue and red honestly uh cheers my um boba fett uh corksicle this is these these are crazy i've got like i've got this one which is like a cup metal one and then i've got two others which are like um the mid-size kind of like you know uh 
water bottle and then the big one with the straw thing on it. So they're well good. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Footloose. I'd love to see Footloose's Mad Marauders. Is there a Stinger Driver in the Vamp promotional shots? Are you talking about that? You know, it could be, but I'm, I'm still thinking it's the Ferret Driver um, at the moment, be mainly because a Stinger, as much as they're as much as it's pretty obviously going to happen, um, and maybe even next year, they like to do their Easter eggs with a short time frame. So they obviously we were supposed to have the Crimson, the Python Crimson Guard, a lot quicker than we did. Um, but they, it was shown off very briefly, very kind of like, you know, just about in Bazooka's artwork and promotional images. And because of the kind of way that was all knocked about, it kind of did feel like it was a long period of time between actually, well, we had that figure leaked way before we had it in hand, uh, which is crazy. But in terms of like, you know, the, the Arctic Bat, for example, that was an Easter egg, but then it was revealed on an interview shortly afterwards on our show, which is pretty cool to get that exclusive, and there, as as something that was definitely happening. And then we got the um, you know the pre-order for it on the next live event. So I, I yeah, I'd have to say that yes, it could very well be the Stinger Driver, especially with that link to the Vamp, and especially considering it's almost certainly going to happen. And it's one of those repaints. That you could argue, you could argue, you could see a lot sooner. You know, like it makes more sense to me to have a stinger and a vamp uh, out very close to each other than a ram and a tiger ram, for example. Because a tiger ram repaint, as cool as it is, is you know, it, it's almost like well, we just had the ram. I know they obviously they were separated quite again, like like a distance. But with the Stinger and a Vamp, you could get you'd get away with it because it, yes, it is a repaint, but it's also a retool, and you get a different figure. And there's lots there's lots in that go into that that make it more palatable than a straight up repaint, if you know what I mean. So yeah, I could see I could see it being a, a Stinger driver, but I still think it's probably just the Ferret um, driver because the Ferret, by all all accounts, looks like it's very close to being revealed or shown off or, you know, whatever. Uh, you never know. We could get the ferret and the stinger at the same time. You never know. Anyway, um, a Night Creeper is coming, Diana. We know a Night Creeper is coming. They, they name dropped it. Um, was it on the last live event? So Night Creeper, Norgahide, and Cobra Ferret were all name dropped. So, yeah, Night Creeper is coming. Um, Hasbro was doing a poll on a Cobra 3-pack. Any word on that, Chris? Were they? What was that? I can't remember. Can you give me some more information? Because I've, I've completely forgotten or don't know what that is in reference to. Um, Um. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. So since GI Joe Day is February the first, I believe that is when they will launch the 60th anniversary line. I think February first is the official anniversary of the toy line launch. Bring toys to work. Yes, that sounds a. That sounds pretty much like it's going to be the case. Um, there's going to be a lot on GI Joe Day. Uh, Super Seven are doing something for GI Joe Day. If you've watched my interview with Brian Flynn, he mentioned there are going to be uh, some reveals uh, for GI Joe Day. Uh, by Super 7 in the Ultimates line. 
So that's exciting. Very exciting to see what that is as well. Um, Ace is Air Force, pretty sure. Okay, cool. Um, Chris, has Lab Rattler next? Question mark. What do you know or can share? So know nothing about the next HasLab. I, I would be like, just from a purely speculative point of view, of I'm pretty sure, pretty sure they're going to do another HasLab in the future. Uh, what is that going to be? Well, the big money has switched. My, my original thought process before SDCC, I think it was, was that um, I fully expected the Thunder Machine to be next. Um, then... Lenny mentioned something in an interview, in fact, a couple of times over the SDCCC period, where he mentioned that that was too small a vehicle to do and I, uh, for a HasLab. And I was like, okay, interesting. And then that obviously opened the door. And, and we knew the vamp was coming at that stage. We knew that there were other, you know, kind of things in the in the melting pot at that stage. So I was kind of like, oh, okay. So he's seeing it kind of like in the same sphere as a vamp which is awesome that's great i'm happy that we'll you know probably get a thunder machine in the future um from like you know in a similar way that we've got the vamp so so then my mind went okay well in other interviews that were probably in the same interview as well he mentioned that a rattler would be a good one because or they or they tend to like to do the planes or the, those kind of things because you can angle them on the stands to take up less space and all this kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, that's an interesting point of view. Um, so Rattler came up a few times, and the fact that it's gone Cobra, G.I. Joe, it looks like it might go back to Cobra, and they might do that with Haslabs in the future. It might just be like Cobra, G.I. Joe, Cobra, G.I. Joe, which kind of makes sense. And if you're releasing kind of these kind of mid-range and smaller vehicles in and around that, then you're building up quite a toy of a vehicle collection in the classified series. <clears throat> I think we counted yesterday at 11 currently. I'll go through them again. Coil cycle, Ram, Tiger Ram. So I have said it twice. Uh, Destro's, Destro's? Serpentor's <laughs> Air Chariot. Uh, the Trouble Bubble, the Python Trouble Bubble. Um... Hiss Tank, Dragonfly, Vamp, Ferret, and there was one other that I forgot last time. Do we remember what they were? Um, just seeing if people are saying in the comments. I've missed a lot of comments, sorry, because I've been talking for ages. Um, uh, 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 SMS 11. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. I, always, I keep forgetting the SMS. Um, and Darren, Darren said it as well. And yeah, got it. So yeah, I think we counted 11 vehicles um, to this point. It might even be 12 and I forgot another one. Hmm, maybe I have forgotten another one. But in any case, I did say the ferret, didn't I? I think I did. Uh, in any case, uh, yeah, it looks like, you know, I mean, that's a lot of vehicles in the line, isn't it? 11 vehicles, It's it's crazy that we'll have that by next year. You know, by the time the Dragonfly comes in, uh, I imagine the ferret will be out as well by that point. I imagine um, we'll have, the, obviously the vamp will be in hand at that point. So yeah, like crazy, crazy stuff. Um, 
the jump jet packs, do they count Nictimus Prime? As in like the, the jet packs that the Steel Core have and others. Do other people have it? I can't even remember. Um, do they count? I'll leave that up to you. It's like when you're talking figure and pet. Does does Serpentor's snake count as a figure and pet? No, it's a figure vehicle and pet. It's like a completely different um, uh, price point as well, isn't it? Uh, Road total, the line is over. I love that mindset in any case so coming back to Haslab so it kind of leaves you with um something like yeah like Rattler was a, was a high op option I think because it's a kind of smaller plane than you know like the Night Raven which is super long um beautiful thing though but like a Night Raven or a Rattler I don't know uh, if you go in that if you go in, in that direction anyway what at what point what does it matter at that point like a little bit of length <laughs> do you know what I mean Kitty like said so I'd say that, yeah, I think a Rattler, though, is probably more likely in that sense. But then also, and it's been mentioned a couple of times here, um, uh, a few people have said it, the Moray is, um, is a good shout. And the Moray would be bloody gorgeous. It would be huge as well, but like in kind of the same way, same way that the vehicles we've had so far have been that size. I personally still think a warthog would be amazing and I know it would be massive but I've come I've 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 let go of the whole eagle hawk tomahawk thing right if that that I mean that would be a huge vehicle I would I would genuinely love a classified eagle hawk though I think it would be phenomenal but I think you know that might be too big a warthog I think would be doable but it is massive. But then you get you get another Sarge figure out of it as well. Sarge, a Sarge figure out of it. So yeah, I would. Um, you know, I don't know. But I think like the money has shifted to like a Rattler, Moray, that kind of thing. I think a whale would be also kind of absolutely huge, and it would be expensive. But maybe in the future, I don't know. It, it just might be. It might be too big. There are some vehicles that I think might be too big. I think the tomahawk and the eagle hawk might be too big. I think the whale might be too big. I think um, obviously the rolling thunder would be just forget about it. So like I think those, uh, yeah, might not be the way forward. I think we're going to get more of these slightly larger mid-range vehicles. Uh, Snowcat would probably be retail. I think RKW. If we if we ever got a snowcat, I think it would be um, a retail vehicle. <clears throat> anyway, and it's funny when you go through the vintage vehicle kind of stuff. When you go through it, you start to realize, oh, like there's not really that many options they can they can do practically. Um, I don't think the whale. I don't think the whale. I don't think the whale's off the table either, Darren. I. But I'm, I think it might be too big, genuinely, to to really get right. I would love 100% think. I still, I, I, I would 100% be down for a tomahawk and uh, a whale. 100%, you know I would be. I'm just trying to think from their perspective, you know, what their kind of limitations they think they have. Or the, the limitations they know they have. Armadillo with heavy metal, but that would be that would be retail, a hundred percent. They would that armadillo is so it would be a yeah it would be easily done at a smaller size. Is that RoboCop? Says Matt. It could be a lot of people have said that. 
Um, how do we not have a claw at this point? It's crazy. That is a good point, actually. Yeah, very good point. I'm actually going to come out of this because this is a very confusing image to be sitting on when we've just been talking about Metalhead and uh, Mutton Junkyard. So let's kind of, I'm going to just kind of uh, transition just to my face, if that's all right. Right. It would help, wouldn't it, if I remove that off the screen? <laughs> Oh, seeing how the sausage is made. All right. Is that what they say? Um, yes. Uh, Ed says, Or Striker's coming in 2025. I'm calling it now. Or Striker is definitely one they could do at retail now, isn't it? And, and that's one that you just have to expect. Like, how have we not had an Or Striker? Considering, like, there was the kind of model kit one um, that, you know, that's kind of out there um in that black color I, was it flame toys i think it's flame toys um yeah so i think i think an all striker is more than doable and it's got to be retail got to be i think the fang could easily be done at a um a retail kind of uh box size that that kind of you know that um price point and who else? What are we saying? I'd love to see a modular G.I. Joe base sold in separate sections, says Joe. Yes, modular G.I. Joe base would be cool. I would, I'd, I'd like to see, you know, like, um, I don't know, little Dio play sets would be kind of fun, like coming back to kind of the uh, checkpoint alpha and the like, kind of like all of those little kind of sets just to kind of build and create little dioramas would be fun. I'd, I'd really be into that in a big way. It's funny you should say Skyhawk, um, bring toys to work. Check this out. So, massive shout out to Ryan and Molly, or Ryan Meltzer um, and, and Molly as well. I went to um, Ohio recently, and they gifted me this. Bear with me. It's just out of reach. There we go. It's awesome. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. He uh, 3D printed this wonderful classified scale, boop, boop. classified scale Skyhawk. So you've got the uh, working cockpit. Uh, you've got the working engines that kind of do that. How cool is this? Um, you've got missiles on the bottom. Uh, one of them I've taken off just to show you the uh, removability. Uh, just pops into that little uh, dog bone connector there. And you've got the... Uh, moving articulated guns underneath as well which don't come out of this section they're like locked in so that's really neat as well isn't it how amazing is that so thanks to ryan i didn't give you a shout out on the, well i did give you a shout out for this on the weekly by the freakly that was yesterday but i didn't like you know show it off or anything i have an image of it hang on there we go Again, I didn't think I keep banging into the desk. Sorry, guys. Uh, it's like I'm having an earthquake here. Um, I didn't kind of kind of get to show this off, but I, I've, I'm utilising Grunt um, with his steel core helmet as the kind of pilot in this thing. Look at the details inside, actually. Uh, I haven't really looked at that properly, but there's a little, like, joystick, little handle joystick there to hold on to. There's, like, nice little detailing either side of the seats, uh, little kind of kind of almost like little pads on the for where the feet go. It's amazing. Um, and all the like, look at the detail on the print as well. Like, isn't that great? 
all of the little kind of details and the engine elements and the textures and the paneling it's just next level so yeah and it's really sturdy like it's you know really cool i'm not going to throw it off a you know out of a window or anything but i just i don't know i just it's really cool and the engines are really neat <sighs> i can't believe eblumin just gifted this to me as well ryan that was just nuts um especially when you said i've got a gift for you i'll be right back and then i forgot that you'd gone <laughs> And then you turn up and you stick this on the table. And I'm like, uh, what? Um, yeah, so I just wanted to pop Grunt in there just to show you him kind of operating the Skyhawk. There he is, sitting inside. Isn't that brilliant? Like, this thing is just phenomenal. So, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fun with this, um, no doubt. And it's going to be on the, uh, on, the dis on display for a long time, this one. Yeah, really cool. And yeah, so thank you, Ryan and Molly, for this wonderful, wonderful, um, amazing sc classified Skyhawk. Um, yeah, that was nice that I could do it on the, this show and like give it a, a, a little bit of uh, love on the big screen. Sorry, the lighting isn't as good, <laughs> but it's really cool. It's a new pilot called Grundle. Yes, it is, Ryan. Um, no. Very, uh, yeah, amazing work, mate. Absolutely amazing work. Can it fit Roblox and Gung Ho? Well, we can, I don't think so, because they are massive. I'm just going to try it, though. Sorry, Ryan, it's going to ruin your day, isn't it, if I try and put Gung Ho in here. There he is. Now, I've got this Gung Ho, which is kind of cool. Um, this was a sent to me as a, a present, as like a little custom gaucho. Brilliant stuff. Um, I'm going to just pop this in here. Let's see if he fits. It'd be cool if he did. I'm going to try it anyway, no matter what you guys say. If we bring his arms up, they can fit in there. If we tuck his legs in, I think we can do this. I think we can do this. I'm just going to kind of articulate his legs a little bit differently. This is good radio, good for radio, this, isn't it? As you can see, it doesn't quite it doesn't quite fit in, but I think with some wigglage, I think with some wigglage, we might no, he ain't getting in there, is he? He's too massive. Sorry, gung ho is a little bit oh no. Oh, okay. Oh, right, okay. So I just okay. So he won't quite fit in. I mean, he gets in there, but because of his legs, can you see in the middle of the, the kind of structural support inside the cockpit kind of digs into his legs and it just doesn't quite close. But there you go. I gave, I gave it a try, um, Ryan, but I couldn't quite get Gaucho in there. Um, either way, though, this is really cool. And why is why Gung-Ho and Blimin Roblox going to be flying this thing? They're going to be hanging off the side. Anyway. Awesome stuff. Thank you, my man. Um, I'm going to put that to the side, out of the way, so I don't break it. Uh, but yeah, it's really cool. And it just makes me enjoy Grunt a bit more as well. Um, yeah, so no one gung-ho on that one. Um, I'm behind the times looking at the Grunt online. I need him. Matt, this Grunt figure is brilliant. I don't know what it is about him. He's just so satisfying. Like, there's so many satisfying elements about this figure. You know, you've got the... I think the Steelcore helmet is a really awesome touch. 
uh, I've kind of almost like I haven't had his regular head on or the other helmet um, since I got him, but like the Sunbow rifle, I think like the gear as well, like the secondary and the little fold down, um, you know, little kind of tablet thing as well. It's just so awesome. It's a really good figure. And it is definitely one of those kind of like, I would say kind of like it's an, under, well, I don't know if he's underrated because a lot of people do wax lyrical about him, but like I, he's one of those kind of like low, under the radar figures is what I'm getting at. Um, it's really cool. And the fact that you can like store little things like the magazine clip and the pistol on the back there in the little back, it's just so cool. And little pouch secondaries on the thighs. He's really cool. I've done an unboxing of this already. I'm not doing another one. Um, yeah, really into this one. Really, that's one of my favorite figures in the line so far. And I was really happy when he kind of looked so good with that Skyhawk. I was like, oh, perfect. Um, I've missed a lot of comments. Yeah, they can ride on the skis. Absolutely, Matt. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, it's no one gung-ho getting in there. Um, how about Globulus and his hover pod released as a convention exclusive, just like we got Serpentor in his air chariot? Bring toys to work, man. I would be all over a Globulus. I think that would be so cool. Um, yeah, I can see them going in that direction. I can see them doing some Cobra last off. For sure. For sure. Um, I um, expect if they did do a Globulus, that, yeah, that kind of like hover pod thing that he has, good name for it, would be um, definitely kind of in the figure vehicle sort of rate kind of situation. But you're right. If they did that, you'd have to have the little, the, the time worm on the little handle thing. That is the cutest thing in the world. I love that time worm. Um, it's the most adorable little creature. Um, but yeah, like things like that would be really cool for it. And maybe a path of esteem that you can walk on. Gross. Um, off topic, Chris, did I get chuckles? Did I get chuckles? Certainly did. There he is. I've done an unboxing of him as well on the channel. So um, yeah, if you uh, want to see that in more detail, go and check that out. Um, yeah, it's funny. They're all like right near me. Um, right. I think that's it. I'd take Cobra La for sure. Needs a Falcon Glider version of Grunt. Oh yeah, the figure six pack. Yeah, I think we'll get re we'll get reissues of of that. We'll probably get a tan Grunt, but like it will be Desert Ops or something. But it will be that will be the hint. That will be the the way you get him, if you know what I mean. But it'd be cool if they did do a a, a glider as well. Those gliders are really fun. Uh, is a solid steel core guy, big time, Diana. I want to see the Slugger Tank come out with Thunder. Joe, that is a great shout. Uh, Slugger and Thunder would be really cool uh, classified figures. Would the Slugger be too big? I mean, would it be Haslab territory? In which case, is that iconic enough to really do with a Haslab? Just a question I'm putting out there. Um, it, if you like, it could be that it's probably a good size for retail, though. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, yes. Uh, the Clutch and Vamp being a return to window packaging, says Falafel. Yes, that is pretty cool. 
Um, and it's nice that that's the kind of like the first one we've seen now since the um, announcement that they'll be switching back to Windows for <laughs> Windows 95 for the line. So yeah, that is really cool. Um, I consider the slugger the same size as the vamp, says Darren. So yeah, so retail it is then, 100%. Um, thank you for all you do, Chris. Th thanks, Joe. Thanks for the nice comments. Um, Eben says, Rattler, in my opinion, not whale, a little too big. Uh, yeah, I think, again, I think it's going to probably be Cobra-based. And I think the, the two front runners for me, just for me personally, are the Rattler and the Moray, mainly because those are the two that I'd want to see. And I would be really excited to see what they did with them. Um, I think like some of the other, I mean, obviously the whale would be phenomenal, but that's Joe anyway. But like, what was the other one we were talking about with Cobra? I don't think we were. I think that that was, that was pretty much it. I think the other massive ones were the ones that were like, you know, the, um, the G.I. Joe version kind of figures, vehicles. Um, I want more Deke era stuff, says Nictimus Prime. Oh, cool. Well, um, funny you should say that because I think next year you're in, in fact, probably before the end of this year, and not in, not necessarily always in terms of classified, but I do think there's going to be some Deke-related things coming down the pike for the G.I. Joe brand. Uh, in terms of you know you know you know what's going on so uh, yeah you might you might get your wish um, of course in terms of like classified there have been a few Deke era elements haven't there like Metalhead now um, who else have we had Big Ben um, just having a quick scan um, I think those are the oh Range Viper so Big Ben Range Viper and um, already forgotten his name big ben range viper and metalhead are, are clearly uh that era so yeah i think we're going to get more of that stuff nictimus i oh nunchuck as well nunchuck is the era too um what's the dollar amount considered too much for a retail versus has lab so i think you look at HasLab, it's going to be in the 200 plus kind of variety, isn't it? What was the, what was the, uh, his tank? Was that, was that under 200 bucks? I can't remember. I think it might've been. I think it really just comes down to, um, what they can do. I'm surprised they could do all of that with the vamp. Honestly, I thought when I, okay. So we, like I said, we knew about the vamp was coming. We knew it was coming with clutch and we knew the price point. I looked at that so many times and thought, how are they doing the vamp for $99.99? How are they doing it in that price point? It must be a literal shell of a vehicle that the figure sits in. Like it just must be just a, you know, really basic ass car <laughs> with him in it. Kind of, you know, with that very few features. The fact that we get the reveal the other day and they're going through all the features and it's just like, bang, bang, bang. But it's just like, what? This thing is insane. Like there's so many little touches and additions and extras. And I was just like, yeah, this is, you know, obviously there's no working electronics or anything, but that, you know, that's, that's HasLab level. So I was like amazed, honestly, at that. Stun is a good shout actually, Justin, but maybe that might be too small for the next HasLab. 
And they'll never do two vehicles for a house lab. Uh, a lot of people were saying they should have done the vamp and the hiss for a house lab, but hell no. It would have been ridiculous. What we've got instead is a an amazing hiss tank of, for a house lab that people were very like satisfied with, including all of the stuff it comes with, and a retail vamp and clutch that look phenomenal and come in under just just under a hundred bucks. But well, until you pay tax and everything. So yeah, incredible stuff, honestly, on that one. But I think the stun is a good shout for a vehicle that just, it might be on the cusp there, uh, John. Oh, is it 300? Yeah, 300. Okay. Um, I, I would say that I would say they'll probably do retail vehicles up to about 150. That I, I don't, I can't, it just seems too much beyond that. Plus, maybe we're looking at a price point spot here for 99.99 that they'll probably utilize for that mid-range size kind of vehicle down the line now um you know like you know the stinger would fit that i think the tiger sting obviously um as long as they didn't put the wrong price on it like they did the uh python trouble bubble the a python st uh, stinger as well um so i think yeah i think maybe the stun might be too much for that who knows they might be able to do it They've, you know, they've done some amazing things in this line so far. I personally would love to see, I would love to see um, some sort of diorama HQ situation is what I would, yeah. Uh, his was 300 is what people say, yeah, 299. Thank you, guys. Um, so, yeah, I, th I don't think, I think what we're seeing here is we're seeing a price point creation. So with the VAMP, you're going to be looking at other vehicles that fit that mold. Obviously, ones that are the same, like, you know, base vehicle, like we just mentioned. But then other vehicles that are in that kind of mid-range size um, that they probably can squeeze out. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be in that kind of situation. Are they going to be a little bit looser on that and have, like, you know, if they do a stun, for example, is that going to be uh, one over 100 bucks? If they do, what were the other ones uh, that we were talking about? The Slugger, is that slightly too big? Yeah, the Havoc is too big, but the Havoc could be a HasLab Flaffle, definitely. I think the Havoc could be there after the next Cobra one. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think I think that's very possible. Um, pack Rats is too small. They'd be like, you could do a set of Pack Rats, and that would be a price point of its own, I think. Or it might even, you might, you might be able to get away with a Pack Rat with a figure, uh, a smaller price point, like a figure pet, as we've seen with Scrap Iron. I think you could do the three different pack rats with three different um, figures that come with it. I think that would be really cool, honestly. Um, Battlefield accessories would be awesome. They really would. Tank, you're right, like the Mobat or the uh, the Mauler. I prefer the Mauler, 100%. I think the Mauler is one of the coolest tanks uh, in the Joe kind of like, you know, uh, uh, kind of brand. So I would say that I think that would be a possibility. Again, is that a little bit too big? Does that create another price point? Does that push it a little bit further? Uh, I think like what we're looking at at the moment with that kind of mid-range vehicle are Snowcat or Striker, uh, Imp. <laughs> um, what else could we throw in there? Piranha, Devilfish. Um, Devilfish actually might be 
no, it would be pretty big still. I think it would be a bit bigger than the vit than the, the bikes and stuff. I think it would be much bigger than the bike than Serpentor's Air Chariot than the Trouble Bubble. So yeah, I think the Devilfish would be quite a, a hefty sized uh, boat to do. Um, Fang would be in that. Uh, yeah, definitely. Wolverine is another one that I think they probably do that. I think Thunder Machine, yeah, is another good shout. We kind of talked about those previously as well, and you're right to include them in this list. Armadillo, definitely. Armadillo, Fang, Wolverine, or Striker, um, Stinger, etc., etc. Um, Pira- uh, Piranha, Devilfish. I just, I think, yeah, I just think. All of those would be um, shark is a good shout actually yeah yes outside bet I'd take a stellar stiletto says Leon yeah that's a good shout the maggot is a little bit large there Jeffrey right <laughs> the maggot would be the same kind of size as your yeah, rolling thunder or your um, what thunderclap and stuff like that. Um, if the Devilfish comes with no figure, it might be okay at 75 to 80, like the Fortnite motorboat. It would be smaller than that, though, wouldn't it, Darren? I think it'd be smaller than the Fortnite motorboat. I think the Fortnite motorboat would be closer to like a moccasin. Water moccasin might be, uh, you know, might be a little too big for that, but the Devilfish, I think, would be a good size for it. Shark, 100%, definitely. Triple T is a good shout. Yeah, Sarge in the Triple T at 99 bucks is a, uh, is a definite. In my opinion, I think that would be perfect. Um, yeah, well, there's lots of actually, there's loads of options when you think about it for the mid range stuff. Um, but I guess that's easier than picking a Haslab in it, really. I think you really, it takes a lot more, there's a lot more thought goes into what, what could be the Haslab situation. Um, when you when you think about all of the vehicles in the GI Joe line, there are plenty in a certain size kind of price point from the vintage era that are iconic as hell. So I think yeah, Shark, Shark, Armadillo, or Striker, all of those ones we just mentioned before. I think yeah, they would all be very to, very easy to do uh, in that ninety nine dollar price point. Locust, good shout, Johnny. Good shout. Swamp Masher. I'd be all over a swamp masher. Then, of course, yeah, you've got the the the, the um, dreadnought motorcycle. You've got motorcycles in general. I, I I'm, I'm I don't know how they're going to do that because I feel like that's got to happen. The dreadnoughts have to have motorcycles. So Sarana, Zartan, they have to have motorcycles. I feel like that's something that needs to happen, but I don't know how they're going to do it if they are going to do it. Swamp fire is a good shout. Yeah, swamp fire versus swamp masher. That'd be funny. Yeah, the Swamp Masher would be great with the with the. Oh, I would love that, honestly. I think that vehicle is bonkers, but I love it. Oh. Anyway, this is going to be a. This is going to turn into another, um, you know, monthly episode at this rate. Uh, Zanzibar and his air skiff is a good shout, Diana. I think in terms of figure vehicle, Zanzibar and air skiff, Destro and his uh, version two and his um, despoiler. Uh, especially with the Iron Grenadiers reveals and everything recently. Um, and definitely we need Xandar then, don't we, L? L tidy, big time. Fang 2 is a good shout as well. I mean, you could just name vehicles and I'll just be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Leon Jarvis says, Future Fortress? Just kidding. No, mate, I, again, I would, I think Classified could breathe, not the vehicles, but could breathe new life 
into Battle Force 2000. And I think they could make them really cool, feature-packed, and like just really interesting. And 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 I think they would look awesome at classified scale. Uh, you know, like removable helmets and like intricate elements and details and you know, like I think they could do a really good job on those and, and like I say, breathe life into what is kind of like a rather derided um, aspect of the brand. Anyway, anywho, um, I mean, you just, you're just naming stuff, guys, now. But yeah, it's cool. all of these are great points and it just shows you how much legs is in this possible, you know, line when you consider what's come before. Um, yeah. Anyway. I'm going to bring it to a close there because we've been talking for an hour and a quarter on this and it turned into a HasLab conversation. Um, I, yeah, it's been really fun so far this weekend. Lots of fun reveals. Uh, not too overwhelming. Like it hasn't been a PulseCon scenario. Um, what was it? Three pre-orders basically. I know they're more expensive pre-orders, um, but they have been really, it's been a lot about quality over quantity uh, the last couple of days, which is great. So 1027, we saw the vamp and clutch and very excited about that. Plus all of the different homages and shooting the galaxy's images and stuff and the, and the box art and everything uh, brings up some interesting conversation points for the next couple of weeks. Um, then, of course, we had MCM this morning uh, on the panel. BMAC revealed um, Metalhead uh, for the Iron Grenadiers and um, Deluxe figure and Mutton Junkyard as a figure pet set. Now... Um, the pre-orders for those two particular figures go up on Tuesday at 1 p.m. EST, which would be, I think, 10 a.m. Pacific. 10, 11, 12, 1, yeah, and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 o'clock UK. Um, and I'm not going to give all the time zones in the world, but you, uh, you can get it from uh, one of those. I think you'll be able to get your time limit correct. Um, and yeah, so excited to see all of that. Um, yeah, it's been fun. And uh, I can't wait for the next thing. Now, in terms of content coming up for you guys, I have a lot of work to do on Let's Talk Classified figures. Now, thanks to the fact we haven't had any render reveals that I know of, um, someone in the comments could let me know if that is the case. Um, but in any in any case, I... We've got, yeah, all those to talk about. So it's going to be, uh, we've got, next up is Night Creepers. I'm working on that as we speak because I got all excited this morning when I noticed there weren't any renders. <laughs> um, then Norga Hyde and then the Cobra Ferret and then Raptor and then the Iron Grenadiers. So I've got six of those coming up in, probably not in the next six days, but I'll be trying to churn them out as quickly as I can. Once I've done, uh, it's also on top of that, We'll be returning to the monthly in November. Um, so we'll be get, hopefully getting the team together to do a fresh new uh, monthly episode and then obviously try and get back on the routine of doing monthly episodes. We missed a couple of months and I apologize for that, but it's just been, I just we just haven't been able to get together. I've been too busy. Other people have been too busy. It's just not, uh, it's one of those things, unfortunately. Um, interview with Shooting the Galaxy, eventually, once I get that set up, Johnny, apologies for that, and apologies to Shooting the Galaxy for taking so long to get uh, that organized. We've got Hasbro Interview Part 2 to come as well, um, which will probably happen mid-ish November. Then we have, um, we'll be having another chat with Brian Flynn before the end of the campaign. We've got, like I said, Shooting the Galaxy, hopefully we'll be getting him on very soon to talk about his amazing work on the image, you know, the picture taking all that 
amazing stuff, the toy photography for Hasbro. And I'm trying to think uh, if we've got anything else coming up. And then any news that, that pops up, I'll be doing I'll be doing another Intel live uh, in the week next week for our patrons. And that's about it, I think. Um, yeah, so been an absolute pleasure chatting with you a lot this weekend. Uh, I'll see you on the next one. Don't forget to stay fresh cheese bags. And uh, as always, after three, I think you know what to do. One, two, three, four, four. I'm trying not to do it too loud because it's still quite early and I don't want to, you know, bother anyone. But you know what what to do. Yell it at the top of your lungs. See you later, guys. That's it for this instalment of the Full Force News Burst. Make sure to like, comment and subscribe. See you next time and as always, Full Force. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force